0: Cool, cool, cool. So I will mute us and start the music and then we'll keep going. Cool. Okay, perfect. Let's, yep. let's do it. Welcome to Run With purpose. This is episode number 84. And for those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores and I'm so very glad that you found this podcast Would love if you would subscribe. And as always, you can reach out to me on all the socials at flores.run. Today, we have an amazing guest uh, on the show. She's been on the show before you know her. She is the host of I Fucking Knew. Uh, Her podcast is just so great. I also love the name and we might have to talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, But she's an overall cool and awesome person. Chris, thanks for being on the Show today,
1: yeah, man, I'm stoked. Number eighty four, by the way, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah,
0: it's crazy when you just keep doing it. It's like I think one person listens every week, but that's okay. I have eighty four <laughs> listens, then right?
1: That's exactly. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, How are you God. been? How you been? good really great got the coffee it's like chilly out it's perfect fall morning i have like a goodwill thrifted dress that my husband told me i looked like a grandmother in like it's a great day
0: love (laughs) it love all of it yeah it's like the weather's just getting to that spot where it's like it's like legit fall and now that we've moved to minnesota i'm like actually feeling that like i'm looking back and like everyone in columbus are like yeah it's like 70 degrees i'm like it's 45 but that's okay (laughs) like we'll figure it out
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know. Fall, cold. It's whatever. At this point, you know, it's yeah, whatever.
0: Just got to embrace I it. Keep moving better. on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I want to hear a little bit. I know we've kind of talked about it, but like the the change of your podcast, before we get into what we're talking about today, let's yeah. actually rewind a second. What I'm trying to do with the guests now is plug all of your things now so we don't feel rushed at the end. So people are like, "Oh, I know who I'm talking to. So plug your socials, plug everything you, you need to do, and then we'll get into it.
1: Cool. Yeah. So I've been podcasting for three years and I previously uh, my podcast name was the red door, which was extremely vague. No one had a fucking clue what it was when I even like searched it, this other like religious podcast came up and I was like, this is definitely not mine. Um, and so, yeah, I just, it was time for a rebrand and, we, I was with a girlfriend and we could not think of a name. We were literally going, I mean, it took hours to come up with this. And finally she asked a question, okay, when you, because the whole, the whole premise, maybe I should have started there. The whole premise of the show is to tell a story that when you just fucking knew, right. When you just had a gut feeling and that could literally be at any point, it doesn't have to be like a specific time or specific topic. Right. Um, and so she said, well, what do you say when you get that gut feeling? Like, what is your, what do you say? And I'm like, I fucking knew. And so we are like, yeah, that's it. Yay. After like three glasses of wine. So maybe it's not the best name, but for now it just, it. it totally resonates. And what I think the best feedback that I've gotten from people is like oh my gosh Chris as soon as I read that name like I can hear you I can Mm -hmm. hear your voice saying that which to me I'm just like yes but I also want people to like resonate with that to where they hear a story and they are like oh yeah like I've had a time like that where I just knew that something was off whether that was like it could literally be anything I've had so many different types of people. I mean, people that want to talk about like more business stuff. Like when they just knew they wanted to pivot. I have someone who wants to talk about when they knew, you know, that, that their spouse was cheating. Like there's so many different things. And that's, what's so cool is that no matter what the story is, people can still relate to that, that feeling of just knowing. So if you're interested in stories like that, all over the board, the podcast is I fucking knew. And I'm only on Instagram. Like I don't do anything else. I do it very rarely and randomly whenever I feel like it. And it's just my name, Christiana Hilberg. So it's super easy, you guys, just simple. Yeah, real Jeez. simple. And
0: obviously it'll be tagged and linked and everything here. But yeah, Chris is, I, I had the, the pleasure of being on our show and just like the way you, you help kind of develop stories and help people almost like, you're almost having like a realization like while you're talking it out, like you know the story because it's your story. But then as you talk about it, you like, you think of other aspects that you may not have thought about before. So yeah, if you guys, and I'm just telling you right now, just go listen to it. Whether you think you're into it or not, I think you're going to be into it. So just go over no, it and I, check it out. You're going to love it. <laughs> Um, it's funny you brought up Instagram though, because that's kind of a, a, along the topic we're going to talk about today. At least more probably on Instagram than anything, just because of the kind of nature it is and this idea of what I'm just calling double click culture. I don't know if that's been used by somebody else and I just stole it and didn't realize it, but I'm going to say I'm I, it's mine. I'm calling it double click <coughs> culture, and it's this idea of how many times we are either like posting things for the gram, you know, we're doing it for the gram, or on the other side of it is when we see other people's things, all we're doing is double tapping on a photo to like it and keep scrolling and kind of how that can mess with our heads and Chris, knowing like your background and like PR and all of that kind of thing, how does that like play in? Cause I'm sure you have, you know, personal, I don't want to say issues with it, but understanding of seeing both sides of that spectrum.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is such a great topic because I think there's so much to it. So we'll just start where you kind of let in is with PR background. And I also help with like brand partnerships, right? So some people like influencers, especially they like count on those, right? Like in order to get their page views up, they count on those likes in order to like get brand partnerships. They, engagement is like massive for them. So I've seen both ways where it's like, I truly see people run it as a business and like they are allowed to make passive income because they have such an engaged page. And then I've also seen it on the other side where businesses are truly like over here behind the scenes being like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm spending so much time and energy posting stuff, liking stuff and nothing is happening. Like what is going on? And so my answer behind all of it is intention. And I think that as a business or as a personal thing whether you're just like on your couch scrolling or whether you are a business trying to create some sort of engagement and and maybe attract clients to your business it's all about intention right mm-hmm. like i have totally been scrolling unintentionally and i do that exactly what we were talking about the double like where i just like like a quote you know what i mean and i'm like mm-hmm. yep Yep. Yep. But I'm really not giving any like deep thought to it. I'm not actually responding to the person who probably behind the scenes, like took the time and energy to write a caption or write that, create that graphic, whatever. And then it almost just seems like, meaningless and I'm, I'm wasting time. I'm not truly connecting with someone. And so then that time is just gone at the end of the day. Whereas if I intentionally say, okay, I'm going onto Instagram, I'm going to watch stories and I'm going to like it. And instead of just like, I'm actually going to comment on what, I liked about it. So whether it was like, Oh my gosh, this is so relatable. Or I totally love like the colors in this graphic. It makes me so happy. Anything. It just feels way more meaningful. And like, I'm actually building relationships instead of just, I don't even know how to describe it. What's your feeling and word behind that? Yeah. I I think that
0: connection and intention is like, is really like hits it right home for me. Because I think that's the thing is we do a lot of things as as a creative, as a creator, like that's my thing. I'm like, hey, I need to put something out. I spend so much time and energy coming up with the right color scheme. You bring up colors. Like a lot of people don't think of those things. The right colors, the right caption. Am I wearing the right clothes? Is the light in the background right now the right color for the mood kind of thing? You know, all these things are in my head and we put all this energy into it as a creator. So then when you get the... The scroll by where it's like, hey, here's likes. Like, okay, I got sixty likes on this, but but no one's reached out to me. No one mm-hmm. said that this podcast helped them in some sort of way. You know, we have co- you know call to actions are on everybody's post if you're doing something business wise. Right. When people don't respond and they just like, it's like, yeah, that's great, but where is that kind of connection? And I think that's mm-hmm. the piece that I think is missing so often. Not even from like a business side side of things, but you know, a lot of times people have personal accounts and business accounts. I know you used to and you've kind of switched to the one account. And I think that kind of way helps, but you see on like personal accounts where it's people will family members or whatever will just like every photo you post. Or mm-hmm. they'll they won't do anything and it's like well, again, what do you like about it? Hey, leave me a comment. I haven't talked to you in three years. You know, why are you trying to add be, add my friend, add me as a friend now? The whole right. purpose around social media, at least the original construct before it became what it is, was this really understanding of building community with people, but not having to be right there with them. Mm-hmm. So being able to to cross physical barriers to actually um, relate with people that are like-minded or even not like-minded for you to learn more, to reach yeah. across, to have those conversations where, but if we've turned into this... <clears throat> I'm just scrolling and liking and stuff like that. And again, I do the same thing. I'm like, I'm bad on TikTok with it now, which is a problem. Like every once in a while I have to delete TikTok off my phone because it's a real problem. But it's like just scroll, scroll, scroll. And it's like 45 minutes has gone by. And especially on TikTok, you know, the comments aren't as as visible as they are on other platforms. So right. you don't even think about that. You're either scrolling, you're double tapping to liking, and you keep moving on. And mm-hmm. I think we we come into this thing, but I wonder if if it's also Part of the problem is the way those social media platforms are designed. The fact that in order to get views, in order to get out there, you need to have more likes for the algorithm to say, oh, this is popular, let's start showing people things. Mm -hmm. That could be a bigger part of the problem.
1: Have you ever seen Social Dilemma? Did you watch it? It is so
0: good. So creepy, but so good. What?
1: just shocked, but also like I knew, like what? I knew, but also in shock, but yes, 100%. I think though, as a business owner and like, it's so funny because I co-host a podcast with one of my clients that is strictly business and she is a simplicity coach. So when it comes to running a business and like setting up everything, she's all about simplicity, which I love it. She's taught me a lot. But it's so funny because she'll be like, and what about you, Chris? And I'm like, oh, I like don't ever check like my analytics or my insights. Like what's market research? Like I haven't actually done it. Um, And so it's just so funny because I run my business so differently than other business owners. Like I show up on social media when I want to Mm -hmm. and when I have the energy for it because I know that if I sit and make like beautiful graphics that like exactly kind of like what you said earlier, like they might get a hundred likes, but that does nothing for me. You know, what does do something for me is engagement in my stories. And so I've been like just asking more questions or telling really quick stories. And I feel like those are the times that I get the most engagement even if someone just replies back like oh my gosh I this made me you know cry laughing so funny great then at least I can have some sort of connection in the dms Mm -hmm. because if someone is just liking my photo I'm just like it just doesn't it doesn't do anything for me so I would rather engage in my stories than create a beautiful feed like to me that's just not important Mm -hmm. um but everyone's different. Like everyone has different reasons. And I'm sure that like logically, I mean, we all know that someone has to see your message. What like 19 times before they actually like convert or whatever, want to buy from you. But I'm just like, I don't, I don't even say the exact same thing over and over. I'm sure sometimes people come to my page and they're like, cool, there's Chris. She's doing like 28 things. (laughs) What does she actually do? Like, what does she actually help people with? And so if I cared that much, I would probably change it, but I just don't because people are going to ask you anyway, right? People are going to reach out and ask you at some point anyway. And whether, so to me, I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's important and what's
0: not. Right. And I think we're on the same page. And I think that's why we get along so we can have these conversations is because we have that same mindset of we use it as a tool for our business because we need to do so in order to keep moving forward with our business. But we do so many different things and we're not letting kind of the social media gear, if you will, kind of control the way we do things. Again, certain industries you might have to do that because if if every player in your industry is on social media and that's how they're, that's how they're driving traffic, then you know Mm -hmm. what? You you might have to do it, but can we be a little more strategic in that engagement of let's have a conversation? That's, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of, I think obviously your podcast is all about that telling stories and really building that connection with people because when we kind of when we can form those relationships, you can find out more about people. I do it with my photography when I don't have any prices listed on my website. And Mm -hmm. I do that on purpose because I don't want it to be a shopping, like family portraits, 250. Okay, I'm gonna do his family portrait package. It's like, no, what do you need? I wanna learn more about you. What kind of things do you like? It's like, that may not be for you. And I'm okay with taking the time to, to build that relationship and build that connection because that's what's important to me. Just, you know, my photography is obviously a side thing. So for me, it's, I want to do projects that I'm excited about. And I do that Mm -hmm. with anything else. I used to, my old podcast, it was every single week we were releasing an episode. Even if we don't have anything cool to talk about, we would just fake it for an hour and get an episode out. But now it's like, wait a second, like, this is my creative outlet. I should, I should talk to the people I want to talk to. I should do the things I want to talk to, you know, and I know you get this as well. You get these emails from people like, Hey, so-and-so is releasing a new book and we think they'd be a great guest on your podcast. And I'm like, no, I don't think (laughs) they would. I don't think you've listened to my podcast if you think they're going to be a great guest on my podcast, because it's like, that's not what I'm about. I'm not a, I'm not trying to obviously promote things, people that, people that I like, I want to promote the things they're doing because obviously I like them and I like the things they're doing. But I'm not just going to be like, hey, oh, you've got a book? Well, yeah, come on the show and then, you know, maybe give me a free copy of the book. or Like, no, that's just, yeah. that's just not me because it's a fake conversation. And I think mm-hmm. we, we run into that with the social media thing as well. Um, one person that I think does the opposite of this, so the consistent posting and working with the engagement is our friend Demetria. Like, she nails all of that stuff. And it's, yes, she she just released a book, which I completely forgot the name of. Um, do you know off the top of your head?
1: No, I'm forgetting it too, but the go- the cover is gorgeous. Oh, it's, I can absolutely read gorgeous. It yeah, in my brain, yeah. yeah,
0: it's absolutely gorgeous. I'll tag it in in the show notes. But like she does it. She obviously has that, but she also is very personal. very relatable and is, like showing it through that lens of kind of opening herself up and her story. And I think that's like the exact way that we need to be doing that.
1: Mm -hmm. As you were talking, I had several thoughts, but the most important thing is, and this is obviously is just what I think, but People get lost in, and this kind of goes back to like the double click and the like, and feeling like you're just doing it for Instagram, right? Is people get lost in the numbers and the likes, Mm -hmm. and there's two sides to that, right? Like I just brought up, I work with people who that is a part of like their entire marketing plan is to get all of that engagement and likes and bump up the numbers so that they can make that passive income through brand partnerships. But they do it very intentionally. I am like I of course I attract other people who want to do intentional work. So these women are truly like they only work with brands who they're like, this is a total fit for my audience. They're not just like, I'll work with anybody. But I have seen it consume people Mm. to where it's like, how many likes have I gotten? How many people have engaged with this? And then it just becomes like this all consuming thought and idea. And then it's like, okay, well, I need to create now. I need to create more. And I asked someone that I worked with last week. I said, how much time did you spend originally on creating? Cause she was doing all the creating by herself. And she's like, I don't know, like 10 hours a week. And that's a shitload of time. Yeah, it is so much time to be spending on creating graphics, writing captions, scheduling it out, making sure that it's like at the right times that your audience is going to engage with you. It's very like tedious and it can work, like absolutely. I've seen these these pages grow by hundreds and hundreds and thousands. Like I it works. And then on the other hand, I have another friend who is trying to be more, more active on social. And so she was like, it's almost like a competition to me. Like I want followers. And I was like, for what though? Like what, why, (laughs) you know? And she was like, I don't know more to just like compete. Like it feels competitive. Like if this person over here can get to a million people, like, why can't I? And I'm like, yeah, I get that. But also I don't because I'm I really don't care about the followers. Like what I care about is where am I putting my time? Is it actually converting people like to, to want to work with me and work with me in the sense of maybe not pay me for my services, but be on a podcast, be like in my network of people I can refer to them. Like people who just want to be in a, you know, actually have relationships rather than just following me. I'm like, that doesn't do anything for me. And ultimately That says nothing about you. Your followers say nothing about you. Like it doesn't equate to your worth. It doesn't equate to how much money you make in your business. It doesn't equate to any of that. And I think that in this society, it has become like that. I've even succumbed at some points, or I'll even like slowly get there where I'm like, oh my God, like I made a real, nobody fucking liked it. What did I say? What did I do? Could have I done something different? And then I'm like, nope out of it. Like none of this. So it's just like being super intentional and being aware of like, how am I spending my time on here? Who are the types of people I'm engaging with? Who am I following? Like, is it filling my feed and my stories with like happiness and I don't know, empowerment, or is it making me feel like competitive? Like what the fuck? Why is this person over here getting a thousand likes and they're posting the same thing as me? It's just it's all, I don't, I don't even know. Maybe you have the word for it. Seems exhausting to me if you put a lot yeah. of you know, thought and energy into it. There's
0: a lot of it because I, you brought up the reels and that's a, a really good point because I had that where I, you know, I was making the, um, the reels, basically like mini podcast reels, basically like 45 seconds. I loved your 60. reels. Thanks. They I'm, were so good. I've got a bunch, I have a bunch of scripts written out. I just haven't recorded them yet, obviously with the move and stuff, but, but I got like a semi deflated. I like the first one I put had like 3000 views, like very quickly. And I was just like, okay, like, this is awesome. We got like 50, 60 likes. I'm like, okay. And then tapered off a little bit. And then all of a sudden um, one of my friends said I made a thirst trap video. I did some sort of video with my hair or something like that, yeah. and she and it got like eleven thousand views. And I was like, <sighs> I was like, okay, like I'm like that's not that's not, not that's not the avenue I want to go. But hey, if it gets views, it gets people on the page, maybe. And then the next two reels that I made, like uh, same kind of thing, the mini podcast ones, had like ten thousand views each. And I was like, this is awesome. The very yeah. next one, two hundred views, and I'm like, okay. Like, was I writing an algorithm way? But then I start thinking this. I'm like, did I do something? Was it was it the thing I was wearing? Was it not? Did I say the wrong thing? Did I not hit the right way? And it's like, wait a second. No, like you had no reason you hit 10,000 views. Just like you have no reason you hit 200 views. It's however their backend algorithm and all that stuff works. the The meaningful part is, are people commenting on it? Are people saying, hey, I got something from that. This is exactly what I need. The other day- Um, My dad actually reached out to me uh, for a podcast episode and I didn't even know he listened to my podcast, which could be good or bad. Um, uh, So I was just like, hey, this is is really, he was like, hey, that helped a lot. I never thought about things, something like that. You know, this is helping a lot with what's going on in my life. And I'm like, that's super cool. And those are the kinds of, those are the reasons I do the show and do most of my creative thing is for that engagement. But another point you made, and, and it circles back to literally probably the same thing I say every single week on this podcast is finding the why. Why are mm-hmm. you doing it? Why does it matter? Why, why do you need to have a million followers? Why do you need to have all of these likes? Now, there may be a, a legitimate reason, like we said, from a business side, like <clears throat> you need that to get to stand out against competition or whatever. But if we take it on a personal level, what, what do you think that's going to get you? What mm-hmm. feeling are you going to get? What's, what's going to come of that? And is that, not to say it's not legitimate or not, but you really need to ask yourself, why is that important to me? Whatever that metric is, whatever you're trying to achieve, because if you can't define why you it is, you're, it doesn't make any, you're going to spin your wheels because you're never going to get there. You can't get the how without the why because you're yeah. just going to be picking from every area.
1: Yeah, exactly. I may have already shared this quote with you, but I subscribe to Abraham Hicks quotes and they like come in my inbox every morning. And one of the quotes was, um, that humans are always striving to like certain things, right? Like I always want to get here. And once I'm here, then I'll be happy. Like we're super familiar with that yeah. feeling. We've all done it. We totally get it. And so they were saying that there's never a here ever, like it's something we've completely made up. And so even if, so say that you were like, okay, once I get that job, you get that job. Okay. You're still not happy. Surprise. Right. It's like you have to, and not, I'm like, I don't want to say that same thing, like enjoy the journey. And like, that just sounds cheesy, (laughs) but it's like getting to that point in life to where you are just like what am I doing on a consistent basis that's gonna get me that feeling? So not the not the event or not like the thing that happens but the actual feeling mm. of that. How do I get that? And over and over and over, I may have already told you this too, when I was getting my tattoo, the tattoo artist, was so deep. She was asking the craziest questions. I was like, girl, this is like making me teary stop. And she was like, when was the last time that you just like, were in a moment that you were like, I am so blessed. Like this is heaven right now. And I'm like, I don't know. I, uh, (laughs) I'm like trying to think, you know, and it just so happened that I did have a moment, but I'm like, wow, she totally brought me back to the now and to like, why I even do the things that I do. And so it's so important, I think, for all of us humans to realize and to just chill the fuck out that instead of expecting like this great happiness, eventually that like, it's totally available to us now. And it's kind of funny to think that like, what, 15 years ago, 15 plus years ago, there was like no social media or anything, And we were still probably having these same thoughts, but maybe it's like worse now, you know, because we actually are at our fingertips in front of millions of other people scrolling, looking at their stuff and then judging ourselves. And so it's just like, instead of trying to connect on social, which is super great. And I've made some really great connections on social media, but anymore, I'm like, how can I connect to like myself first Mm -hmm. and then intentionally connect to others? And whether that's through the podcast or through PR or helping somebody else do that, even just connect with your story, whatever it is, that's way more important to me now than like maybe in 2008, when I was just like trying to like message a cute boy from high school, you know? So I'm just like, it's like a different, level and I think that no matter what you have to approach things intentionally and and exactly like what you said how can I create that feeling of like why I'm doing this and do it every day and not like well once I hit 10,000 followers then I'll be like fine then you're gonna hit 10,000 followers and you're gonna want 20 and 30 and then it's just like a a tailspin every time like you never it's never ending
0: yeah I like that that idea of you never actually reach like there. You never get to that point. If I get to this point, we never get there because there's always, as you get there, then you want more. There's more there. You, more becomes available to you. And I think that's yeah. kind of where that mindset is, is you have what you have now because you see that as maybe not unreachable, but just out of reach. So you strive for that. But once you get there, then there's something else that's just out of reach that you're striving for. And mm-hmm. I think when we talk about this social media and and the double click culture idea, of it, it's social media is a tool, just like every other tool that we had. Like you said, fifteen years ago, we weren't we wouldn't have been having these conversations about social media, but we would have been having the same, the same kind of relationship conversations of how do you build relationships? You know, businesses grew before social media, people uh-huh. blew up before social media. There there is a way to do it. So building those relationships, building those connections. I agree. I think. You know, not there's been positives that have come through this pandemic season, if you will, as far as being able to um, almost being forced to have to make these relationships. I mean, I met you during this time. I've met a ton of other podcasts this time that maybe I wouldn't have if I only stayed in my local community, stayed with the people I knew. And it helps me kind of push myself out there. And oh. social media has been a tool to kind of help me do that. But to the same point is I'm trying to be more intentional now with other people, with other creatives, or even just like friends and family, like just reaching out Mm and saying like, how are you doing? Like, yeah, I saw you posted this thing, just checking in, make sure everything's okay. Because people that you know, you can kind of read through the bullshit. You know what I mean? Like you see a post and you're just like, that's weird. Like, why'd you post this cloudy, dreary day with some like very uh, like, uh, haunted type of uh, quote or something like that. Like everything cool. Like do we need to do we need to have a chat? And it's like being being more authentic in your approach to it. Again, it's a tool we should use it in the way that we need to for for the purposes. But finding the why in that and being intentional about how you're directing your message, I think it's mm-hmm. a good business thing. But it's also a good personal thing. It's you know it's very apparent when you scroll. You see it more on Facebook now. Just because it's that's kind of what Facebook has become, but you know this agenda of everyone's pussy, sharing news stories, sharing all of these things, where it's just like, hey, like let's take a step back. Like, do you, mm-hmm. do you you're you're adding to the problem? We're saying social media is a problem. You're also saying it's a problem. But when you share that, you're you're also the problem. Like, do you, do we not see this? Do we not see this cycle?
1: That's funny. I took a PR course several months ago and the guest speaker was Jason Pfeiffer from Entrepreneur Magazine. He's editor in chief and he is fucking hilarious. And he was saying in there, like, listen, I am a human being. So like, just as a reminder to all of you, you know, when you pitch me, like, just remember that I'm also a human. So I don't want to get pitches like hey i'm writing a book and i know that entrepreneur magazine like needs to cover this like he's like okay um and so i think that was also like a reminder to me that in pr we like i might have really phenomenal clients but like we're all we all have such unique like things about us that make us pretty cool right that we should be featured or can be featured whatever and my PR strategy has turned way more into like extremely aligned and intentional pitching because if I'm going to be pitching a writer I want to know that I like them Mm. and that maybe they'll even like me because like we have similar interests so if I pitch to 50 people a day from a random list it feels so inauthentic to me. Like, I almost think like, Oh my God, they're going to feel that this is totally fake. Mm -hmm. Like when they get this, they're going to be like, Oh God, like another pitch. Right. But for me, if I actually look into the writer and I don't have very much in common with them, I'm like, do I really want to pitch? Like, is this going to be the best connection for me, for my clients, maybe not. And so I try and find writers or podcast hosts or whoever that I truly have a connection with. So that as I'm writing that email, it feels true. Like it feels like I'm like, I really do love your writing. Like I really do love blah, 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 X, Y, Z. And so it feels so much more real than just saying like, Hey, do you want to feature this in your next thing? And they're like, no, they probably get writers get like 500 plus emails a day. And I'm supposed to stand out like the only thing to me that makes the most sense is to then only pitch people that I truly connect with. So that as they're reading that email, they hopefully feel that to, and -hmm. that it's way more genuine. And so I think that's just important. And to kind of go with everything we've been saying is that instead of trying to reach everyone and everything and be everywhere, it's way more meaningful to actually connect with the people who you're meant to connect with, who you want in your space. Like, think about it on those terms, instead of just like, I'm trying to, you know, reach everybody. Eventually people that are meant to be in your space will come to you. And those not meant to be in your space will leave. And there's also a cool new feature where you can just remove people. You can remove followers, which is totally awesome. I did an audit like a few months ago and removed 500 people, 500. I didn't fucking know who they were. Or I was like, no, you do not belong here. And so that's also something to remember as well. Like think about the people with 2 million followers. Some of those could have been bought. Some of those people are probably bots. Some of them probably came five years ago and don't even see their content anyway. Like numbers are nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, in a sense. So it's like engagement and truly choosing what you're going to engage with on purpose that makes you feel good. And hopefully to make somebody else, you know, feel good as well.
0: Yeah. That idea of I always like to push it as let's go deeper, not wider. When you try yeah. to just catch too many people, it's like, no, go deep. Because the deeper you go, inherently it gets wider because more people start getting in the hole with you. So right. you focus on those deep relationships, build those core core values of like, no, this is who I am. doesn't mean I ignore other people and I don't accept other information, but it's like, this is my audience. These are the people I'm trying to reach. Why mm-hmm. am I trying to please everybody else? Like especially yeah. in in our creative kind of sense, like I would never want to just do an episode because that's the new hot topic or here's the mm-hmm. new cool thing to do. So, hey, let's let's talk about it. And it's like right. that just doing it for that sake to be to have the headlines to kind of get the um uh just a bait, if you will, like a bait and switch with a thumbnail or something like that. Like, yes, there are some good ideas with that and you can kind of play around with it. But when that becomes your strategy of tricking people to get into your content, then you're like, wait a second, what's going on? You see it all over social media now with... Especially with like reels and stories and stuff like that, where mostly with the reels and like TikTok, is it? It seems like it's one thing, and you're like, wait a second, this is this is something completely different. Like the amount of <laughs> the amount of times I have like now stumbled across like OnlyFans accounts, and I'm like, no, 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 like I'm not liking any of this stuff. Like, why are you still feeding this into me? But it's because of the way the marketing and the way that they do it. You're like, wait a right. second, this is not this is not my my game. What's going on here? but right. if we if we go into this idea of again like you said being intentional knowing who your audience is and really going to that audience not mm-hmm. trying to please everyone because you're never going to please everyone and I don't think you're meant to do that
1: mhm oh not at all and it's kind of comical I'm with one of my close girlfriends. I'm helping her with the brand partnerships. And one brand is paying like seven times more than this brand. And this brand is like a shitstorm to work with. Like they're paying hardly any money and they are like bitching about everything. And so her and I were just having that conversation is just like, like this is just proof that like even though you're doing all the things the same as this way this guy is just way more lenient and like loves everything that you do super easy going and this brand is like not mm-hmm. and so it was just kind of a testament to be like listen you're not going to please everyone like we don't need to continue to try and like nurture that because there's like no nurturing it right like it's it's not, it doesn't even need to be nurtured. Like, let's think about other things, you know, and just remember that no matter what you can put your heart and soul into something and someone is still going to say something about it. I was on the podcast with Delaney. I was telling her this story that, um, I made this real one time, like my second reel ever. And, I had, it had like 12,000 views. It was just one of those ones that it was like, everyone was doing it. And I was like, Oh, this is fun. I'll just do it. I'm not, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And this one guy, no idea who he is. Like he was just like a bot, but he commented, grow up. And so I was telling Delaney, I'm like, it like hurt my soul. And then, and then I was like, wait, I don't fucking know this dude. Why is he, what? Like, why is this bothering me? But then at the same time, it did make me like question. Like I was like, oh God, I like hopped on the train. And now someone's telling me to grow up. Maybe I do. I don't know. And then I was like, what is happening here? This is like ridiculous. This happened last fall. And ever since then, I'm just like, I, I don't know. I can't be, I can't be, um, invested in that. Like I has to be, um, have to put my energy and my time into like the people who are actually there to listen to my message or who want to reach out to me. But I'm like, I, I don't have time for this. Yeah. And then there's some people who do have like really big accounts who will, you know, share sometimes in their stories, like people who reach out to them, who are just like, awful about things and so i'm like do i really want thousands of followers i don't think so like my soul would be crushed if someone was like i hate everything i'd be like oh my god i can't i can't even do.
0: (laughs) i'm gonna delete my account now because this is yeah people are so like ruthless in comments and your thing about the someone commenting on it there was a a tiktoker i can't remember her username offhand but she made a video that she was she was in scrubs and it was Mm -hmm. a um I think it was like a Black Eyed Peas song or something like that. And she's like doing a little dance to it. It's like whatever a trend dance that she was doing. Yeah. Well, it literally, someone commented on that, seeing her in scrubs, like, hey, how about you get off TikTok and start helping people since you're a nurse or whatever, since she was wearing scrubs. So then she makes a video again in scrubs in like a room and she's doing like the dance with a friend. And then all of a sudden has like a sign that says, I'm not a nurse. And then like puts it down and still is like doing her dance. From then, people started commenting of, of course not, she's a policeman. No, she's a firefighter. No, she's a whatever. She now has, I don't know, a couple million followers. She has endorsements galore and her entire shtick is, guess my job. And she goes, She was the Detroit Lions invited her to the field. She was wearing a Detroit Lions uniform and she's doing this little dance. She's been all over. She's getting all sorts of brand endorsements now, literally because someone made fun of her. Instead of comment, but to the same thing is it takes a special kind of person because if someone would attack me there, I'm not like, I'm one, I'll fight back and then instantly mm-hmm. be like, that. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. And I'm like, now, 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 crap. Oh gosh, now here we are. Now I'm in the deep end. But it's like, we you find ways to kind of turn that. But yeah, the internet's a, it's a tough place. We made a, a video, a buddy of mine, God, this has probably been, this may have been 10 years now. Uh, whenever the What Does the Fox Say was popular, whenever that was, he wrote a version of the song called What Does the Walker Say from The Walking Dead. I never watched Uh The Walking Dead, but he wrote this song and neither one, like at the time I I was kind of getting better with my vocals and he can't sing at all. And we're like, hey, what if we make a music video for this? (laughs) So like I went all out. I'll have to send you the link. It's hilarious. (laughs) But every comment, I think there's there's like one or two comments are like, I'd like to do that guy. Um, and every other one is neither one of these guys can sing this is the worst thing I've ever seen Uh and our video has like I think it probably has like 30,000 views or something like that which is just like we never promoted anything to it but it's one of those where like initially they like hurt I'm like you know how much time I spent like he wrote the song I Mm -hmm. produced it I filmed and edited the video like spent hours upon hours upon hours and then literally people are just like this sucks I'm just like like any more constructive feedback? Like what would you have done <laughs> right. differently? What do you and, hate about it? Yeah. yeah. So I I remember responding back to a few of the comments, like to exact that question. I'm like, well, what do you think about this? Or show me yeah. your videos, Mr. Username5678. And it's just like, you know, we people hide behind usernames and behind the screen because it's a safe place for them. And they feel like they can kind of have this like, I wouldn't say bully mentality, but it makes them, more often than not, probably just makes them feel better that they're able to kind of like down somebody else. Like, hey, I'm on top of this person because I told them. And it's like, well, you look at them and they have like three followers and they've made one video. And you're like, who are you to kind of be that judge? But it turns back into the, why are you doing it? What is knowing your own self-worth? Because you have to have a good bit of confidence and self-worth, understanding of your self-worth to put yourself out there like that.
1: Right. Totally. That your whole like iteration. Do you watch the office?
0: A hundred percent.
1: Do you remember when Andy like put up his like ukulele video and there was like all these comments and he's sitting there like getting even more pissed off, (laughs) like having this conversation with. (laughs) Oh, my God. But yes, it's totally true that like I actually just bought a sweater the other day that said, um I'm like, I wear it all the time. I have no idea what it says, I guess, but something about your productivity does not equal your worth or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I feel like that if anything has been like the, the biggest lesson learned over like COVID and, um, becoming like an online business owner is because, for so long, especially during COVID, I could not get out of the mentality that if I am not at my computer working or creating or posting or recording an episode or doing something like that, that I am somehow not being productive and that I'm somehow not being useful. And so it's been like a learning curve. And that kind of ties into social media is that I truly was for a while. I mean, you saw it. I had like a business page and I had a VA who was like helping me with all of the content and I'm like, I am tired. I'm tired of having to have or feeling like I have to show up that I have to say something or that I have to should all these things. And when I stopped doing all of that, it felt so much happier. And I actually was attracting more people because I wasn't going against that grain. And we are all different, right? We all have different energies. Some people truly like they thrive off of that. They want to make a YouTube video. They want to create a blog post out of that and then record an episode. And then like, it gives them energy to me. I literally have to be like, how do I feel today? Like, where does my energy need to go today? Or else I will literally be like, I'm like, I will be crazy like my brain will be a tornado. I will not be thinking very productively. I won't get anything useful done or accomplished because I'm just trying to do the shoulds instead of actually doing like what feels best. And so once I adopted that strategy, at least for me personally and in business, it's just way more peaceful. Yeah.
0: You, you, you realize, <clears throat> again, it goes back to the why. You, you realize why are you doing this and the whole idea is building connections and doing this stuff and, and in some cases turning the wheel, making beating yourself up that you're not getting things out or you're not doing things, you're not being productive. I totally get that. And I like our new place, like my office is in the, a corner away from everything. So it's like when I'm here, it's work time. like I'm getting things done, but I can separate from it. Where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, this is this is this work area. I can sit over somewhere else and I don't even have to worry about it. My computer stays right here. And I think having that mentality kind of just helps us full circle again. Talking about the idea of of engagement and connection and why all of this stuff kind of just goes to purpose alignment. Understanding yeah. why you're doing what you're doing and using the tools that you have to keep pushing you forward.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Everything with an intention will totally transform like how you're spending your time and more than that like it will give you the feeling of feeling actually fulfilled instead of that empty feeling which we've all felt Mm -hmm. after we've been scrolling for an hour and a half and we're like okay we just did nothing and now we actually feel sad because we saw our neighbor who's like on a vacation, you know, like it doesn't make you feel good. So it's like, okay, what actually makes me feel good? Mm-hmm. Why am I on here? Okay. And then do it with intention. Exactly.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Chris, thanks for being on the show today.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: I will have you anytime about any topic because they're always great conversations. We're going to have all of Chris's information uh, in the show notes. So make sure you follow her, check out the podcast. I'm telling you, you guys, it's going to be, it's, it's good stuff. So you definitely want to check out and listen. But to everyone else, uh, reach out to me on social media everywhere at flores.run. Subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. As I'm telling people, like, please share it please. It's going to make me Cheer feel better. Please, please. like, please, please like <laughs> it. Visit my website, please. Uh, www.flores.run. We are hangry.com. You guys know the deal. Thank you so much for listening today. Remember to keep running with purpose. One step at a time. See you guys next week.